Hi, Sexy. Thanks for checking this out. We are so excited to get to know you. Your story is being uploaded right now. I know you're going to love it. But before we get started, do me a favor and write down this code. It's erotic50, E-R-O-T-I-C-5-0. What's that about? Well, it's your key to unlock 50% off and free shipping on adamandeve.com. Man, are they generous. Just enter erotic50 at the checkout and there you go. This big discount on almost any item in their sex emporium. Oh, and a little hit? Some of the toys go so good with the stories you're about to hear. Enjoy. It was all about the cake. The story of how I met Ike and what in the beginning sounded like a ridiculous proposition. I don't date blind. I scribble a note with triple exclamation marks and post it on Eileen's computer. She follows me to the bathroom. It's the Yuletide season. Be adventurous. His name is Ike. I exclaim back. So how long have we worked together? Don't you think I would know your type by now? She has a point. But still, doesn't the name Ike evoke the image of Eisenhower or suggest bulk like Santa Claus? Why? She sounds shocked. What's wrong with Santa Claus? A week later, as people are hanging wreaths and office mistletoe, Eileen is drawing her seating chart, putting me next to Ike for her Christmas dinner party. Bouche de Noël, she scribbles back to me on a red construction paper and drops it on my desk. Bring it, she winks and walks away. So that Saturday night, I run to the specialty bakery, five blocks from her apartment, half an hour before dinner to grab this yuletide log of cake. The saleswoman is in the midst of shoving people out of the shop. As I open the door, she rears up to bar me from entering. We're closed, she proclaims in her Norwegian accent like it's an edict. I wiggle my foot in the crack and start pleading with her. Short of offering a bribe, she finally relents, but not without rolling her eyes. Then, out of nowhere like a bulldog, she barks, No! I jump. Half of me is inside the shop. She points behind me to a man about to piggyback on my good fortune. I'm with her, I hear a stranger's protest. I turn back and like a secret accomplice, he smiles at me, egging for my cooperation. Honey, tell her. I hesitate. She's my wife. He dares, barking back at the gatekeeper. I jump again. The Norwegian glares at me, as if inspecting for dust through a microscope. Uneasily, I nod. Then after a tight pause, she steps aside. I rush to the display case. I see my prey. There it is. The last of the Bouche de Noël. Excuse me. A second voice joins me in unison, beckoning the baker behind the counter. I look for my competitor. And towering next to me is my so-called husband, pointing at my bouche de Noël. I counter, mimicking his gesture, double-pointing at the cake. Silently looking up at my nemesis, my face screams, This cake is mine! He smiles back, unperturbed, like the devil without a pitchfork. I'll give you a hundred bucks if you let me have it. Blood rushes to my face. Is he brokering a bribe? This is an insult. This, after letting him piggyback on my good fortune, my husband, I am betrayed. Where is that Norwegian bulldog when you need her? I have to get this imposter exiled out of here. That bush is mine, I smirk back. This is my declaration of war. Come on, he cries out. The cake, the log. You don't even know what it's called. May I help you? The baker interrupts like a British butler. Sir, the imposter asserts. My wife and I would like to have this cake. He pulls out his credit card before I could say a word. Very good, sir. Alfred, wait. They both look at me. Suddenly, I draw a blank. 
I don't know why I called him Alfred. He sounded like an Alfred. Alfred the butler, except he's not a butler, he's a baker. And by his reprimanding look, I know that I have now lost custody of my boosh. The butler and the imposter exchange looks. Imposter nods as if to say, move it along, Alfred. And Alfred does. He takes the card and finalizes the transaction. Meanwhile, I stand motionless, surveying the empty display case. The shop is sold out. Five minutes later, the door shuts behind me as the Norwegian shoves me out, cakeless. Seeing no other option, I begin walking in the direction of Eileen's apartment. I enter the building and press for the elevator. I step inside, elevator closes, the conveyor barely moves, and the door opens again. I scream. Then he screams. Jesus, lady, what the hell? It's the imposter. He stares at me as he steps in the elevator. What the hell? We cry out together. Stop! We do it again. He reaches for the button for the ninth floor. What are you doing here? I speak in the speed of light, afraid he'll dare to overtake my speech. It's a free country, lady. Then thump. I look up. He looks down. We both look at each other. Are we stuck? He starts pressing all kinds of buttons. Hey, at least we have sustenance. He laughs, holding out the box. That's it, I think to myself, is the last straw as I grab his box, take the cake, and shove it on his face. Ten seconds pass. We are suspended. He doesn't move. He doesn't do a thing. Then, like someone rising from the dead, he turns menacingly at me. He moves and finally corners me. Is he going to kill me? I'm on the verge of a scream when suddenly he leans in, his tongue invading my mouth. I feel the icing from his skin and taste the sugary sweetness. He presses his whole weight onto me. His hand grabs my waist. Pieces of the cake fall into my blouse. His lips press tightly against mine. And I can smell the aroma of the mocha and chocolate. Below, I could feel him rise against my groin in his tight erection. Blood rushes to my face. Is it the sugar? As he pulls away from my mouth, he moves down to lick the icing on my neck. His tongue slimy against the sticky sugar drying on my skin. Suddenly, like an inspiration, I push him off at arm's length. He moves back, watching what I do. With my other hand, I reach for my panties underneath my skirt and draw it down to my thighs. I wiggle my legs and let it fall to the ground as I step over it. With my hand on his chest, I scoop a handful of icing from his face and I smear it on my vagina. His eyes watch me as my tongue circles my lips before I utter an edict. Eat the boosh. His eyes beam. He kneels down and draws my skirt up to unveil his dessert. My legs part, inviting him in to the challenge. He moves in, his tongue gently licking the cake from my outer lips. The savory sweet mixed with my creamy moisture. He devours the boosh. Vanilla, mocha, chocolate cream. The full spectrum of taste against the tender flesh between my legs. Then, as his mouth inhales the icing, his tongue dives deeper from the surface. He thrusts his tongue, my womanhood overwhelming his taste buds. Soon, it ignites a different kind of hunger. Suddenly, he pulls away, stands up, and turns me around. Behind me, I hear him unzip his pants as he leans my body forward. His legs part mine as his penis thrust into my sugar-laced pussy lips. His cock punctures me like a sugar rush hard inside me. Blood rushes to my head. I exhale a chocolate breath. I could hear my moan echo inside the suspended box all through the elevator shafts. Uh, suddenly, we hear a mechanical sound like an engine moving. Are we unstuck? 
Is this box moving us to the ninth floor? The imposter feels the rush against time. Then, when this door might all of a sudden open, so he thrusts more vigorously in me as I feel myself about to explode in orgasmic ecstasy. Then, the elevator pauses. We are once again suspended. He punctures deeper and I cry out, echoing high and low in both directions of the shaft. Then I feel his grip tighten on my hips. Finally, he breathes in the aroma of my chocolate breaths in his enclosed box. Then, once again, the elevator moves. He pulls out and we hurriedly start getting dressed as we race against the machine, pulling us to the ninth floor. The door chimes open after the elevator settles, releasing us to the hallway. As I exit, I chant quietly to myself, forget the cake, forget the cake, forget the cake. Ike! Eileen's voice booms on the opposite end of the hallway. I turn around and realize I'm walking in the wrong direction. What happened to your shirt? She cries out, wiping the imposter's clothes with a napkin. Ike? I look and realize who my blind date is. Hey, Sally, it's this way. You always forget. She takes note of me some distance away. I nod as I approach. Before I reach her door, I see her eyebrows raise. She surveys my dress and pauses. Finally, in spite of herself, she declares, I see you both brought the cake. Wow, how is that? So hot. So fun. You know what's also hot and fun? Ordering something from adamandeve.com. They're so generous with us in bringing these stories to you, but also helping you out with 50% off almost any item on their site and giving you free shipping. Just enter offer code EROTIC50 at checkout on almost any single item and you'll see the price go down by half. And shipping is for free. Amazing. Erotic 50 is the code. So don't stop listening to these stories. We love you. I'll be waiting.